Welcome, welcome, welcome to Top Welcome, welcome to it. Welcome. We made it. We did. Welcome to Top 10 with Micah and Ben, a Top 10 podcast above all other Top 10 podcasts, if there even are such things. Mm. I'm Ben. Yes, I'm Micah. If you're hearing our voices right now, it means we survived the hurricane, and you did too. Yes, Congrats. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're we're jokesters here. We like to joke around and goof goofball it out. And, we and such. we do. We are giant balls of goof. We're giant we balls of goof. But man, I have to say, uh, I really hope this Irma just dies right down. Please die down. Die yeah, down. Yeah, looks pretty nasty. Pretty uh, nasty. And you know, poor Texas. Uh, but it seems like people are rallying, you know, got the rally caps on They're They're doing it. So, uh, we, are, I'm safely in Michigan, um, where I've never experienced a hurricane, which has been great, but, uh, I feel bad for those who have. Yeah. How close are you to the ocean? Two hours, but it doesn't matter cause it's not coming in from the ocean where we are. So I don't know. Right, right. We're hearing mixed reviews here about how bad we're going to get it. Some people are saying it's going to like veer west into Tennessee, but otherwise it could hit us a little bit. So people are stocking up on like bread and water and whatnot. Ugh. We bought a flashlight or something because there's a good chance we'll lose power. We'll see. Nice. Never had to worry see, about a like... hurricane before, so I'm not, I don't know if I'm taking it super seriously. Well, maybe if it was like, it's going to hit the Carolinas. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would uh, maybe take maybe... it more seriously. See, I probably wouldn't get bread and water. I would probably get stupider things like those ice house cookies. Yeah, like a bunch and gummy of bears. And gummy bears. Yeah. Gummy bears and whiskey. Maybe I a think. few movies. <laughs> a few, in a few movies. Go, yeah. go to the red box. Yeah. <laughs> go to the red box and be like, hopefully this thing gets destroyed. Because uh, <laughs> I'm not returning them. Uh, anyway. Hey, so in other news, I saw the movie It. The one with the clown. The one with the clown, okay. uh, the Stephen King novel, right. uh, put into a movie. I saw it uh, opening day, and I have to tell you that my shoulders have not relaxed since then. Have you uh, seen the original It? I did uh, okay. with with Tim Curry. Hiya, children. Yeah, that was it's pretty good. Uh, okay. Except Wh- for which one's better? Yeah. Well, there is a distinct difference um, in, in this movie because this this Pennywise Pennywise the clown. Mm-hmm. Um, Tends to bite the children, oh. sometimes in the face and sometimes oh. in the arm, and huh, it's very violent. It, the The movie started off in such a way where I, I, the, me, Micah, Ben here, Ben, Ben's talking. I almost left the theater. I'm not even kidding. Interesting. I, I was like, did I come here to watch children get murdered? Is that why I'm here? Who am I? Why yeah. am I here? So he's a biting yeah. clown. It, it was it was terrifying, and you know what? I'm not that terrified of clowns, but just the way he acted, uh, you you couldn't nail down what he was going to do next. Like mm. he was just like doing weird neck movements and like contorting his body, and then his voice is all like, "Hey, I'm a little bear, I'm a clown," and it was like, "Ah!" ah. <laughs> there okay. was one point where I, I realized I'm becoming a wuss because I don't watch a lot of horror movies lately. I haven't watch them in kind of years i guess um and so i'm watching this and there's one part where i gripped the seat and went oh my gosh <laughs> I, I said it out loud i said that out loud <laughs> so. well uh so did, take your children and see the movie it uh, sure they can learn how to they can learn how to fight evil with uh re- rebar and sticks oh yeah i think that's what it's for the movie maybe well, because children, they have to realize that evil is a thing, and if they want to f- learn how to fight it, then they need need to see material like this, I think. Do you recommend it, though, to non-children? Kind of. I don't know. That that first scene, I will say, was quite different than like the, the rest of the movie, but it sets you up to feel like a horrible person for being there and watching this movie. Okay. If you like horror movies, though, yeah, yeah, that's something you should see. Yeah. Or if you're just a huge Stephen King fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. overall, it's pretty good. But okay. like, oh, gosh. 
Ugh. I, I had to, like, take a bath when I got oh, home. I'm <laughs> sorry? Anyway, speaking of taking a bath, um, one other uh, tidbit that I wanted to update you on. Uh, this is pretty important. Last night, I went to Sanchez. Have you ever been to Sanchez? It was in Grand Rapids. No, we never went to... Is that the... Uh, the uh, tapas place. Yeah, the tapas place. We never went So, I didn't really there. know what tapas was. It's. I think it's just code word for appetizers. Yeah, they're like um, big appetizers that you share. Right. We went with a uh, birthday party for one of our friends, and it was $36 each. Yeah, it's really expensive. That's why we never went there. Yes. But I do so wish I, we had. Yeah, you know what? I was really bummed about it. I was excited to celebrate the birthday, but I was like, oh my gosh, $72? Woof. Um, but I was like, I'm going to eat everything. Was it good? And drink like 50 sodas. And oh my gosh, it was so good. I hear it's but, amazing. It was very good, but the point that I'm bringing this up is that there was a calamari situation, uh, fried calamari, and I was like, no, thanks. Actually, I tried one little bit, and it was it was kind of like eating an eraser, which I thought huh. was like a fried eraser, which I thought was disgusting. So that I'm was a texture problem. Okay. But then my wife, you're familiar with Lauren? Remember, uh, remember uh, Lauren, right? Is she right? the one with the, uh, the hair? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah, I um, remember her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, uh, sorry, sorry. she. Okay, so in the in the she's not listening to this. In the plate of calamari, there's also fried tiny octopi. There's a tiny octopus fried, mm-hmm. and I immediately d- made one of these like uh, uh, noises um, out loud, and I didn't care. The waitresses were laughing. I was like, no, I don't care. That's disgusting. Get this away from me. But Lauren <laughs> ate it. Yeah, like. You got legs like sticking out and stuff. Yeah. And I was, so That's I'm what having you do. this problem. I'm having this problem, Mike. Have you ever in your marriage encountered a situation where you don't want to kiss your wife ever again? Is that uh, anytime is that she eats a pickle, or <laughs> well, mainly just okay. mainly a pickle? Yeah. I, I I've actually oh. uh, in, I enforce a rule in our marriage that whenever wow. she consumes pickle in any form, uh, I. There's a 24-hour kiss ban. Ah. Until now, I am confident that the pickle is uh, firmly out of her system. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to ask you how you get confident of such uh, situations. They are so but, disgusting. Uh, yeah, that's... So how, how many hours would you say I should I should do for this uh, fried octopus? Lauren, sick. Well, it's just... Uh, how could you? Kind of just depends on how strongly you feel about this. To me, a pickle I, is probably the most disgusting food item on the planet. I barely looked at her as she was eating this. Everyone was like, yeah, do it, do it. I'm like, shut up. See, oh. I'll, I'll eat a fried octopus any day, but... W- pickle, you really? Yeah, I have before. On more than one occasion. Uh, well, you're like, disgusting, too. Like, I'm not going to kiss you. I like all of the things from the ocean. All of them. No, you don't. Yeah, there is. Sorry, I'm screaming. There is no form of seafood that I will refuse to eat, unless there are like sea pickles, in which case I would not (laughs) eat them. (laughs) Hey, the ocean's been like just vastly undiscovered, so I'm willing to bet there's some kind of sea pickle out there. There's a good chance there are sea pickles, and that would just ruin it for me. So, like, never mind. I'm gonna do some googling and send you some things and be like, "Will you eat that? If that's fried, will you eat that?" And I'll get you to say no. I will. Well, I mean, you can't just look up things that live in the ocean. I'm talking about, like, things that people eat from the ocean. But, no, you just said anything from the ocean I will eat. Yeah, any food item from the ocean I will eat. But if it's an animal, it's a food item, right? Not necessarily. I don't think people go around eating electric eel. I don't know. Maybe they do. And if they do, I'd try it. I have tried eel. Not proud of it. Uh, I think I have. I actually don't remember. Had shark. Shark was actually not bad. All right, well, like like we said, welcome to uh, the Top Ten with Ben and Micah, the foodie podcast. Where, where we, we discuss, talk about seafood. Uh, food. We don't even have a Top Ten list. We just talk about seafood every week. For two hours. For two hours. Anyway, okay, all right. Do what's we have a catchphrase? No, today? we should do a catchphrase, bro. How do how do I always forget the segment that I created? Well, <laughs> luckily I have notes, and I, in bold, <laughs> I, do, I write I do catchphrase. <laughs> all right, here we go. It's coming. You can hear, you can almost hear it. Catchphrase of the week is brought to you by Kyle Jurassic. And I'm sorry, but 
week number two, we do not have a, a catchphrase from Chris. Not because I forgot Chris? to ask him. Are you sure? I, I came up with one of my own. It just, oh. I, I was like about to text him and then this just popped in my head. And all of a sudden I just went, pull the weeds and sow the seeds. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now this one pull feels like one that you wouldn't seeds. use when you dunk on someone. That's right. That's which right. is which is very different. It's a step in a different direction than what we usually take. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm going for. This is it's kind of like you're building momentum, maybe teamwork. You could say this after teamwork, like pull them weeds and sow them seeds. We're getting there, you know. Oh, okay. I imagine uh, this is the scenario I instantly think of when I hear this. Okay. Is you are back in high school, you're driving around full car of your friends, and you run out of gas. And you have to pull over, and someone sits in the driver's seat to steer, and everyone else gets out and starts pushing to the nearest gas station, and you, like, start to get to that momentum where pushing the car becomes a little less Ooh. difficult, and then someone would yell out, pull the weeds and sow the seeds. That's perfect. That's the scenario I think of. I th- yeah, that's the perfect scenario. <laughs> okay, wow, thank you. I love that, yeah. <laughs> it's a good encouragement, yeah. Awesome. So this is our Halloween episode, right? This yeah, way. sure. <laughs> um, it's like our so, second Halloween episode. That's right. Um, so we happy have Halloween, the Monster everybody. Hunters. If I do, if I do my calculations correctly, when you're listening to this, Halloween will be tomorrow. <laughs> um, so uh, we have a <laughs> we have a list uh, to help you in your Halloween celebrations. Sure do. Uh, our list for today is top ten features you would have in your haunted house attraction. And you have an endless budget. Endless budget. Now, Micah, did you enjoy making this list? Uh, Yes, I did. I enjoyed it very much. Um, I haven't been to a haunted house in a few years, but I always really enjoyed them. I thought they were a lot of fun. But I I think there's something that there's very few people in the world that like really get into the craft of uh, haunted housemanship. Mm-hmm. Um, and very few of those people that take it seriously have large budgets. So I think it's in it's an art form, and I think it's one of those art forms in our country that is uh, severely lacking and being neglected. Yes, yeah. I don't really know how big of an industry it is. I mean, you really only pull people in for like I two or three weeks that. out of yeah. the year. I mean, you could open it up. To, it, I don't know. Why does it have to just be at the end of October? That's a very good point. You could, I mean, if you want to pour the money into it, you might as well open that thing all year. That's true. Now, have we ever been to a haunted house together? No. Wait, have we? That seems weird. Seems like something we would like to do. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm coming to North mm. Carolina on Halloween. Okay. Prepare the prepare the couch. I and, will find a haunted house. <laughs> there's got to be get, one around here somewhere. Decorate a pumpkin for me. <laughs> I uh, there's one haunted house I went to with Nick. That was incredible. Um, it was just amazing. And I don't want to talk about it too much because some of my inspiration comes from it. Uh, so I don't want to steal my thunder. But I also went to a haunted house once with my uh, brother-in-law, Ryan. And it was the... They live in this little old town in Indiana. And this guy was running for mayor or sheriff. Sheriff. I think he was running for sheriff. And he was like... Part of my campaign is going to be that I'm going to turn the old county jail into a haunted house and everyone can come for free. And we were like, okay. So it was kind of cold and we stood out in the cold for three hours in a line to go into this thing. And we were in there for maybe eight minutes. Oh, and that's probably very generous. And it was the worst Mm. there was not one scary thing. I guess there are just like people in the cells and like one guy in this electric chair, but he didn't like even move. I think he was just playing dead. And there was one person that like recited <laughs> a poem. It was awful, but we did recited order a poem. <laughs> yeah. Someone recited a poem. Um, but we did order pizza in line. That's how long the line was. So that was cool. Wow. Um, and that guy did, he won. He, he is the sheriff. Maybe That's unbelievable. Still. So yeah, that was fun. He's like, don't go to jail. It's scary. And <laughs> it's more work for me. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, here we go. Here we go. Top 10 features you would have in your haunted house attraction with an endless budget. Did you want me to go first? Go for it. 
Top 10 with Mike and Ben. All right, my number 10 would be James Spader. <laughs> now, he would be acting as his character from The Office, Robert California, when he took over as CEO. And he would basically just like have this creepy light on him and he would tell you a scary story. And and he's he would be so convincing uh, that you would just be very frightened. Maybe that's how that's how we'd start the haunted house. So you just go into a room uh, and he's just kind of he's just kind of there and tells you a scary story. And then and that kicks off the adventure. So yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, friends, if you want a little bit of homework, go ahead and watch uh, the Office episode. I think it's season eight where it's a Halloween episode and he tells like a scary story after he figures out everyone's fears. And it's it's hilarious. Just, yeah. So, yeah, I would hire James Sweet. Spader. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's an interesting one. What's your number 10? My number 10 uh, is really just my desire to make a good old urban legend a reality. I'm sure you've heard of this at one time or another, but every state, I believe, has this and claims to have one of those, like, abandoned hospitals or just really tall buildings. And it's supposedly, like, you pay a lot of money to go in, and it's so terrifying that they tell you you get your money back if you can make it to the top floor. Nice. And there's no lights or anything, and it's just terrifying. Um... And every state I've ever lived in has some sort of rumor of one of these haunted houses, and none of them are real. None of them. And it's so disappointing. All I want is, like, a $100 ticket fee to go into a... What was that? That was terrifying. What was terrifying? Did you not hear that? Oh, I think I got a text message. No, I didn't see it. It was very loud. <laughs> I don't know how you so heard loud? that. That's weird. Okay, anyway. It was very loud on my end. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what I was saying. Dude, no, about, I like that because yeah, I, I just have want one of those to be rumors. real so badly. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, my number nine is a room filled with cows. Uh, so <laughs> Explain <yeah>. yourself. <laughs> so it's just like you walk in there and there's just a bunch of cows and you have to move through this room like in between the cows and try not to step on any cow pies. Like maybe someone will jump out from behind a cow and scare you. Maybe. Maybe. That's it. It doesn't seem, I'm going to be honest with you, it doesn't seem like the most scary attraction. I think the unknown will be the scariest part. It'll be like, why is this here? And then just imagine driving home that night and going, yeah, remember that room that was why all were, just why cows? Were the cows there? No one even popped out and scared us. Like, <laughs> like what did you think that was going to be? I don't know. I was really scared because I wasn't sure. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah. Just accept it. All right, Micah, what is my your number, number nine? My number nine is, and this is pretty standard, but I think it's good. Uh, you would enter a long hallway, and it would have at least six to eight doors on either side. Every door is open. Maybe in the middle of the hallway, there is a single flickering light bulb. And this would be one of those instances where there's not a clear path that you need to take through the haunted house. It's not like a winding hallway and you just know you need to get to the other end. You need to potentially explore all of these open doors on either side of the hallway. And they're all very dark and they're all very scary. Um, but anything that makes you kind of like that have to choose your own adventure sort of through the haunted house... It uh, doesn't give you a clear path, and you have to kind of find your own way and stumble into rooms filled with clowns in an attempt to find the path to the next area. That's awesome. And it reminds me of the movie It. This is not much of a spoiler. It's just kind of a situation that happens. Okay. The, one of the kids is lost, and so two of the kids are trying to find him, and they're like trying to run down these stairs, and all of a sudden three doors appear. And each, the, one of the doors says, not scary at all. The middle one says scary, and the third one says very scary. And they just all of a sudden show up and look at these doors and then look at each other, and it's hilarious. Because <laughs> the doors very weren't scary there before. It, uh, they went into the not scary one first, and I won't tell you what was in there, but it was, it was so funny in like the midst of a very frightening situation. Anyway, <laughs> okay. um, uh, my number eight, yes. it would be a maze slash obstacle course of horrors. 
Now, this would be an optional purchase maybe at the end uh, when you get to the end of the the haunted house. And uh, so one of you... One of your friends gets captured. And so a lot of my things on this have to do with like a group because you usually go to these things as a group, right? Okay. So one of them gets captured and someone explains to the rest of the group that what they are experiencing is their worst fear. And so the group has to save them. But the longer they take, the worse it gets for their lost friend. That's that's pretty terrifying. Now, I don't I didn't quite figure out what to do with the lost friend. If, if, like, you actually do this thing, because they could, like, I don't know, come out with some PTSD or something. I don't yeah. want to do that. Um, <laughs> it's pretty risky. In my, list, in my list, I care about, like, not, like, emotionally harming the guests and or physically harming and uh, not physically get harming the workers. Because I, I take this very seriously. I, I mean, I know. Well, if we get sued, we have an infinite budget, so it doesn't really matter. Okay, but, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, uh, so I didn't know what to do with the lost friend, and that's why this is my number eight. Okay. Uh, my number eight is simply a doll room. Sick. That's it. What's your number seven, Ben? Yeah. Blech. Um. Now, are there any people like dressed up as dolls that scare you or something in this doll room? I'm thinking just dolls everywhere, piles of dolls, and maybe there are people dressed as dolls in some of these piles of dolls, oh. peeking around dolls, and maybe dolls that just kind of unexplainedly fall off of a shelf on their own and sit in the middle of the floor and look up at you. That's gross. All the um, doll things. What I'm picturing is filled, maybe like waist high of dolls and you have to wade through the dolls. <laughs> uh, and there's I'll some people inside of it. I'll have something a little more like that later. Okay, cool. Alright, my number seven are uh, workers. Uh, they would They would quickly create a mask of a couple people from each group. So as the people are waiting in line, they would uh, kind of like take a picture of them or something. And they would create a mask of each people, uh, mm. a couple people in the group. And so the group goes in and those two people get like separated from the group. Uh, but maybe without people knowing or something, or just these workers show back up as these people. And then something like crazy happens or something. I don't know. It's like, they're, your friends show back up and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to see you. And all of a sudden, like, I don't know, their eyes and ears start bleeding or something. I don't know, that sounds pretty traumatizing. That's <laughs> very intense and elaborate. No, I like it. So they would just Michael, like quickly... Back and then your head explodes. And they would quickly just like 3D... They would like take a picture of me, scan my head, and then like 3D print some sort of silicone mask to wear. Yes, and like and similar clothes. Because it would be dark. Stuff, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like that a lot. This one, I, I like the idea, but I don't like the effects of, like, seeing your friend die or something and then realizing it's not actually your friend. Yeah. That one could be a little traumatizing, potentially, depending on what yeah. you do to them. Or, That's I mean, why it's my number seven. You don't necessarily... It could be less traumatizing and just normal scary if your friend never disappears. Just uh, think of it if you were the person whose head got scanned and later in the haunted house, you just see this guy wearing the same clothes as you Oh, and has your face and he's Dude, just like gold. peering around a corner or standing at the end of a hallway or something like that. That could be pretty terrifying too. You know, th- that works with something I have. Oh shoot. I think it's on my honorable mentions. Um, mm. Well, we'll get to that. I'm, oh, dang it. I need to redo everything. I'm just kidding. All right, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven also has to do with masks. Hmm. What? It's just a room of masks. I'm imagining like, uh, like shelves with all these different creepy masks on them, but you don't know how many are actually just someone's face or someone's actually wearing the mask. It's kind of like my doll room, but with masks. Ugh. That kind of thing. It'd be very dark. Um, obviously, because this is a haunted house, and there would just be, like, shelves on the wall, and they would have masks on them, and maybe, like, each mask would have, like, a very small light illuminating it, so you can't see anything but the masks glowing on the wall. Um, and then sometimes they would actually belong to a person, and he would come out and scare you. It would be awesome. Dude, I like this. Let me add a caveat. Do it. So, they all have eyes, because they're faces. That follow you. No, well, oh. maybe, but <laughs> okay. uh, but as you're kind of walking through, there's like this loud, like, kind of like building noise, 
mm-hmm. and it goes like it goes like bah! and then all of a sudden at the end of that noise right at the end of that loud noise all the eyes look at your group at the same time yep that would be pretty awesome too i like that <laughs> I would, a lot i would poop my pants <laughs> <laughs> all right my number six Team, team six. six. Team six. I had to Robert Goulet that one. Uh, so these are groups that get put together at some point, And as they walk down the hall, creepy people bungee upside down to uh, to these people. And they grab them, pulling them up into the darkness above. Yikes. But, uh, it's kind of like. Things, keep things safe. Uh, oh, sorry. What were you going to say? It just kind of reminds me of Mad Max. Continue. Yes, that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, but these people would be workers, but you would think they're just normal people. Um, because, like, I wouldn't want to walk through a haunted house where someone literally grabs me and, like, yanks me up. That not, nah, nah, nah. It's just the idea of other people that you think are just guests getting grabbed and, like, pulled up. And you just okay. never see them again. And then you just have that fear that you could be next. Right, right. But like, you remember that be. group of people that are no longer with us? Yeah. <laughs> What? Like a couple extra people. Yeah, yeah, when you're driving oh, home, you'd just be like, did you guys ever see that other group? Did they come out? <laughs> right. Or yep. maybe, That's pretty awesome. Okay, maybe that happens. And this is getting really... I, I knew I would get violent eventually, so I'm sorry. <laughs> it was bound to happen, uh, yeah. For, for younger listeners. Maybe, like, they get taken up and then, like, he, uh, like their heads fall down <laughs> and, like, kind of hit your shoulders and you're like, what is that? Ah! That's true. Uh, that's ter- that's terrifying. Never mind. Okay. Just forget that. Forget that last part. All right. What's your number six? Uh, my number six is. Uh, Do you ever see the movie Dead Silence? No, and I will never see it because it's about what? Uh, uh, it's about puppets. Pup? No, no, no. But do it. what's cool and unique about the movie is that whenever you get to one of those really intense, super quick heartbeat, terrifying moments of the movie, uh, it is silent. So there's no background music, no sounds, anything. It's completely quiet and they pull it off so well. It's so creepy. And so I would like maybe not a whole haunted house like this, but at least like an extended section of it where it is super quiet. There's no like background theme music going on. There's like plenty of noise absorbing foam things everywhere to absorb sound and just help it stay really quiet. Um, and then when something does happen, it would be all the more terrifying. That's awesome. I will never watch this movie. Lauren has tried to get me to watch it. It's pretty good. And now that she's eating a fried octopus, that's on my list of things that I'm not going to do for her because, <laughs> okay. of, because she did that to me. Okay. Uh, my number five is I haven't exactly figured out like how or why this happens, but fake blood, like spray, like a bunch, like gallons of blood, like sprays at the group. Okay. And, and you think you're about to be hit by all this blood, but what you don't realize is that there's like a glass window in front of you. Oh. And so it like hits this window and you're just kind of like, oh, like thinking you're about to just get covered. Um, Interesting. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like somebody explodes or something. I don't know. Interesting. Whatever. Insert your own reason for why fake blood happens. But then you'd have uh, to clean off the window like real good in between. Yeah, that's true. You'd have to have a pretty intense cleaning crew. Or you could do yeah. it like that. The really good haunted house I went to um, back in the day had this room and it had like they had like fog machines going and whatnot. So there's a lot of fog in the air and they were able to project on the fog with a projector into the middle of the room. If that makes sense. Oh. So they didn't have to like project onto a wall. They projected onto the fog and they made it look like halfway through the room you had to like stoop down and crawl through this tunnel and there was like it looked a little slimy and real gross and everyone when they got to that point would just stop and they're like uh i'm wearing nice shoes i don't want to go through this tunnel (laughs) uh but then it wasn't really there the moment you tried to like bend over and walk through it you would just walk straight through the projection and you were like what that's amazing it was really cool i don't know how they pulled that off wow so you could do something with that yeah uh, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is a... This could either just be a single big room of my haunted house attraction or a whole new attraction entirely. But a circus tent room. I don't know. Circuses are creepy. Clowns mm-hmm. especially. Clowns are one of the staples of Halloween and haunted houses. Why are there no haunted circuses? 
that you go to during October. Like a haunted house, but it would just be a haunted circus, and there'd be all these different tents and attractions, and it would be terrifying. I think that would be so creepy, and I've never even heard of this happening. Yeah, that's it, good. It's very surprising. They, I mean, you'd have clowns everywhere. You'd have those trapeze artists, like, swooping down and doing terrifying things and all sorts of stuff. It'd be awesome. Um, and I'm genuinely surprised that this is not a real thing already. That sounds pretty good. Um, you know, maybe maybe someone thought of it and they shot them down. Like last night when I was at the tapas place, uh, Lauren ordered a Coca-Cola. This episode brought to you by Coca-Cola Company. Um, <laughs> she ordered a Coca-Cola with grenadine in it. And I was like, I was like, oh, I wonder if like my root beer would taste good with grenadine. Nope. And literally everyone at this table stopped their conversations, looked at me and said no. And I was like, oh, okay, well, then I'll never try it. Well. So, you know. You know, pull the weeds and sow the seeds. Just let people try things, you know. Maybe someone wanted to do this. Maybe and, and it would a group work. Of people said no. I don't know. My number four is you have to walk through a room with a bunch of people with bags over their heads who have been hanged. Yikes. <laughs> okay. And so, so you can, like, have a harness on to make it look like you've been hanged, right? So there's... I walked through this one haunted house at Cedar Point, and it was awesome, during Halloween weekends. Mm-hmm. This episode brought to you by Cedar Point Halloween weekends. Um, and <laughs> it was awesome because there's a bunch of people with, like, uh, sheets over them and ropes tied around them. But not all of them were actually people. In fact, most of them were fake-looking people. But some of them were. Mm-hmm. And so you had to, like, walk mm-hmm. through this maze of a room through these, like, rows of people. And some of them would just start moving and struggling. And it was just the freakiest thing. Because yep, you walked in there, awful. it was like dead quiet. Oh, gosh. So that's what I want. But instead, these people are hanging. And so you're walking like through these rows of people. And then all of a sudden, some of them just start like kicking their legs and screaming. Oh, that would be gosh. a really good room for the dead silence treatment. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Uh, my number four is any sort of library room. Like a big old library, and you're like walking through this twisty library, and knowledge it, is scary. Knowledge is scary, and that would be it. It would just be a library. No, there would be people like <laughs> you would walk past all these aisles of books, and you would like glance down one, and there would just be someone standing at the other end. That's like the creepiest thing in the whole world to me is looking down some sort of long, narrow alley or hallway or book aisle and seeing someone standing at the other end. Or maybe you have to like walk through some of these rows of books at times, and people's faces are looking at you through books. Ugh. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, I just started, I started school yesterday. Oh, did you? And the amount of books I didn't get that a I had first to bring to class. And that ha- Where was oh, your first day of school <laughs> picture? Was, my mom was not able to take it this year. Uh, oh, so I, I was unable Lauren. to get it. So I apologize. Why did Lauren <laughs> not take it? You needed to oh. be, I needed, I needed to You mean to my see... wife, my, re- my replacement mom? Is that... <laughs> Yes, that's what wives are. Um, <laughs> I needed to that's see true. you in your first day of school outfit, holding your first day of school backpack, and a chalkboard that said what grade you were in. Oh, you know what? I'm you very what? disappointed. Do you remember Dr. Bennett? Yes. Well, he took a picture of me with my name on the whiteboard, which he made everyone do this. And I'm like, bro, don't, oh, yeah. they, have, don't they have pictures for you? Like. And it was on his personal cell phone. And I was like, this is weird. Why is no one, like, questioning why I did this? I also, I was getting so coffee, can learn so I was names. a little late. Well, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I was a little late to getting uh, to class. So I don't know why he was doing this. I just kind of joined in. Mm-hmm. And I, like, awkwardly pronounced my so name. can learn names. Yeah, but th- that's, they give the teachers that. Anyway, the whole point of what I'm saying is that I had a syllabus and I had to buy a bunch of books. And that was scary. So, <laughs> maybe true, you could yeah. put that in the library somehow. Yeah. Everyone had to read 198 pages this week. No! Uh, You could have some sort of list, and there's like, you have to find so many books before you can leave. You get like locked in there. You have to find certain books. Ooh, it could just be like, I've changed this whole idea in my head since I started, but. Do it. The whole place would be a giant library. This is no longer just a room in the haunted house, and it's like an escape room. So you're solving puzzles to try and get out, but it's a haunted escape room. So there are people running around scaring you the whole time. And, and some like, of the books are filled with spiders. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Why not? 
That'd be that'd be very hard to put the spiders back in. But <laughs> I would. I mean, that's a really crappy job for someone. The spider <laughs> wrangler. They would have to try yep. and catch them all again and put them back in the book. Dude, what if you open a book and a bunch is cut out in the center and it's a tarantula inside the book? Yep, that'd be creepy. I would. Oh, I would lose it. I would, I would lose die it if there were any windows in the library. I would dive straight through them to get out. I can't well, handle to kill that. yourself. I cannot yeah, handle I would, it. Nope. That's awesome. Uh, my number three. Yes. This is a uh, Star Wars inspired because I mean, why would I have oh. anything on my list that, that isn't Star Wars? Is it a trash trash compactor? Yes. Okay. So it's where the walls close in uh, in Episode Four. Yeah. And and so. There would be like lights coming down, but the the lights would slowly get covered by the walls, so it would get it would get darker and darker, and it would get like really really close. I mean, there would be someone monitoring this because you know I don't want, I'm not messing around trying you know, not I don't to want kill anyone. To get squashed. Yeah. You know, if there's like a larger, heavier set gentleman or gentlewoman, then I don't want them to like you know get squished. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they would they would close it just enough where like you literally think you're going to die because it's going to squish you. Excellent, and then. And then, like, a loud horn, and then it opens up, and a door finally opens that you can get through. There would be a door that you'd just be pounding on to try to open, and it wouldn't open. I like it. Like a, like a super reinforced door, because I'd be some dude, like, kicking the door down, freaking out. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I'm kind of creeping myself out here with my that own ideas. Super cool. I like that a lot. Thank you. What's your number three? Uh, my number three is, while you're going through this haunted house, you'd eventually get into the dark, creepy, dusty basement, of course. Mm-hmm. And while in that dark, creepy, dusty basement, there would be a coffin. The The path would lead you to this room, and this room has no other doors or any sort of exit, and there would just be this coffin. And you were expected... My number three links to my number one. They're kind of connected, but I didn't make them one and two or three and two, and that was stupid of me. So uh, you would have to climb into the coffin, and it, there would oh. be like a ladder oh. or stairs or something that it goes to a new room which is my number one, and I'll come back to. Dang. But I like the idea of, like, getting to a dead end in the basement, and there's just this coffin that you have to go into. And, like, you open it up, and it says, enter, please, or something. (laughs) Yes, please. It'd be very polite. (laughs) Very polite. (laughs) Enter, please. Thank you. Um, Like, hit this button (laughs) if you need help. Uh, That's awesome. And that actually made me think of an idea, which I'll get to when you uh, share your thing. Anyway. All right. uh, My number two would be when you buy a ticket, you have to fill out, you know, information like emergency contact or something. I don't know. Like some of these places you have to fill out like a form, mm-hmm. you know, um, and on this form, it says like, what is what your biggest fear is? And you have to write it down. Yep. And so there's someone collecting the form and they're like, oh, your biggest fear is is darkness. Interesting. Ha ha ha. Oh, your biggest fear is claustrophobia. Oh. And so you're like freaking freaking no. Like they know my fear now. But they never actually use it. You're always just afraid that they're going to, like, do something with it. You know that then, they know, and you're afraid that they're going to use it against you the whole yes, time. Yes, Yeah, okay. It's more of a psychological yep. thing. hmm Yeah. Okay. My number two? Yes. Yes, please. Is a maze that you have to go through, just like a standard wall maze. And it's, it's moderately tricky, uh, except that it's all done in complete pitch black. And there is just a line uh, painted on the floor in glow-in-the-dark paint. And this line is not, like, the correct route. There's just lines that go down the center of all of the passages and will. Okay, this is hard. This is harder to verbally describe than I thought. Oh. <laughs> but okay. you would be following this little line, and it would, like, branch off just like the maze does. And you're like, oh, my goodness, what path do I take? And you would take it one way. And you would think that it wouldn't be that hard because you could just like look down and see if the line ends at a wall and you would know not to go that way. But they could paint onto the wall too, like oh, totally Looney Tunes style and make it look like the line continues and you're like, oh, I can totally go that way. And then you run into the wall or run into the arms of a big scary dude. And it's just a maze that you do in the pitch black, um, but you can still kind of find your way around because there's lines painted on the ground. But there's lots of potential to scare people in pitch black maze rooms. That is awesome. And it sounds so hard. It would would be tough. It would probably be the only part of the haunted house. It would just be the haunted maze. I like that. Yeah, that's good. I like that. You know, we should get into this business. Um, 
I think we could do a lot. We could do a lot for it. All right, my number one. Here we go. Number one. So you're walking with your group, you know, getting scared. Ha ha. It's goofy. Ah, he scared me. Ha ha ha. Whatever. Um, sure. Like all these other things are taking place. Cool, cool. But without you realizing it, you have an additional person in your group, maybe behind you. And maybe this person's like, whoa, hey, isn't this real scary? Like, this is real scary, don't you think? And you're like, yeah, totally. Who are you? And you look over. It's Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray joins your group without you knowing. <laughs> and you and you just you do the whole haunted house with Bill Murray. Okay. <laughs> okay. And Bill Murray it. of Groundhog's Day. If you're if you're not familiar, which how dare you if you aren't. I learned the other day that Kristen doesn't know who Bill Murray is. That is sad. Mm-hmm. You know what? Bill Murray and I, we share a, like a special connection because we have the same birthday. Oh, that's so, awesome. That's pretty good. Pretty she good. has seen like literally no movie that he is in. Well, that's sad. He was in it Scrooged, uh, Caddyshack. He was in Caddyshack, right? Uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Groundhog's okay. Day. He's in some like very classic movies. I don't know. I don't. He get plays it. himself in Zombieland. Yes, and you know what? I will have you know my number one with Bill Murray. This is the first idea I came up with. <laughs> I don't <laughs> that know why. A lot. Yeah. Okay. What's your number one? I gotta know. My number one. So you enter this coffin in the basement, in my number three, and you descend into a partially flooded underground cave system. And so you have to wade through this water and sometimes oh. duck through and it's very dimly lit. If What if I have my cell phone in my pocket? Well, you they would let you know that there might be water involved. Take your cell phone out. Stuff okay. like that. Uh, and have you seen the movie Descent? Yes. Yeah, it's pretty much going to be like that the whole time. Oh, no. Where Dude, that like, movie just gets... That gets balls to the walls very that quickly. That movie is very terrifying yeah um but for like actually short amount of time i thought i was expecting it to be scarier longer but anyway yeah i felt like there was just there was one part where it was just terrifying but it only lasted like 20 minutes maybe yeah what i liked about the movie was they were like here's the here's a like the scary creature it's right here like all of a sudden boom it's not like here's a little bit here's a little bit it's like boom it's here and i was just like oh my gosh and then yeah yeah Yeah, it would be like that Nice. The whole time. And, and this is coming down from the coffin? Yep. So you descend into the coffin, down into a partially flooded underground cave system, like descent with people dressed as weird creatures swimming around, or splashing around, or falling in from the ceiling. Oh, crazy, dang. terrifying stuff like that. That's really good. Um, you know, this makes me think of something I wish I had on my list, which is you have to get in the coffin, right? And... Like, one person goes at a time in this group, and you hear, like, all these crazy noises. And you're like, what's outside the coffin? I don't know. And then all of a sudden, the bottom of the coffin opens, and you fall. You plunge. Mm, yeah. You plunge, like, a story or two or something. A couple floors. and That's then you, a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then you, like, hit this, like, landing pad thing. That's safe, obviously. But that would, that would just be the scariest thing in the entire world. Yep. That's my new number one. And Bill Murray's there. <laughs> yeah, to, to get you off the, it's part of the Bill the Murray experience. He's like, he's like, he's like, hey, hey, good job, big fella. Come here, come here. Here, I've got, I brought you a snow cone. Come here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, you, um, uh, we're running, running a little late here. Did you have any uh, honorable mentions? Yeah, I can go through them very quickly. I will as well. Go ahead. Uh, remember the the terrifying kitchen scene in Jurassic Park? Yes. Yeah, kitchens can be scary. So something like that. Nice. Um, Something involving a grand staircase in a house that leads up into total darkness and you get to the top and you see like a single rocking chair illuminated by a light and it's rocking and then it just stops rocking. Ooh. Ooh. Yep. Something like that. And then, uh, did you ever play the Bioshock games? Uh, very quickly. Oh, Ben. I'm sorry. That's my, other than the, the Zelda series is my favorite video game franchise. Uh, but Rapture from the first Bioshock game is all around pretty creepy and terrifying. And so just replicating that would be good. That's awesome. Was that it? Yeah. 
Nice. Okay, mine real quick. It's a room with a crazy person walking around it, and there's no visible ways to leave. Maybe this person's like, sorry for this graphic, is like uh, ripping their skin off or something. That's just horrifying. Um, it's something where there is another group next to you with a mirror so you can see them and like maybe they just get like murdered or something or they have masks or they have like your masks on and you think it's your group and then they all get murdered and it's terrifying. Um, mm-hmm. A black dark pit that you have to jump into and fall several stories that you just climbed um, and there'd be landing cushions and stuff like that. All right. So another one, it seems like there is a gift shop or something at the end of the haunted house that you've gotten to like it's over ha you want to buy some cool funny gifts blah 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 um but then a disgruntled customer comes from behind you because they're really mad about how scary it was and they beat the cashier worker to death oh but it, but it's, it's all just a it's just the wow. last part <laughs> i don't really like that one because it's like the darkest thing i've ever come up with um all right paintball zombie clowns so the paintball is blood colored obviously and the zombie clown horde is approaching and the clown masks are protective for the workers so their faces don't get hurt because you want to shoot them in the head, obviously. Um, and they're running at you and you have to shoot them all uh, or else they'll literally grab you and, and take take you away somewhere. <laughs> Yikes. So. Okay, lots of abductions in your list. Yeah. Pull the weeds and sow the seeds, you know. Yeah. I, I like that list. That was good. That was fun. Uh, real do quick, have, do you want to run through a list first? I would love to. You know, it's been it's been too long. This will be a good uh, one for you. It's all on the list. This will be a good okay. one for you. It's all in the list. It is top oh, ten significant moments in comic book history. Okay, do it. By Stu I'm, gonna, I'm guessing them in my head. Stu Ryder, December 11, 2007. Number ten. The Rise of the X-Men in 1963. Okay. Num- oh, oh. Apparently, I have to pick read more. Number nine, when Todd McFarlane starts drawing Spider-Man in 1988. Yep. Number eight, uh, the Dark Phoenix saga of X-Men. Yeah. Where um, uh, Jean Grey, spoiler alert, dies. Seven, Dark Side versus the Legion of Superheroes. Mm. Six, uh, Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. Uh, that's number six. I call bullcrap already. <laughs> number Sorry. five. Continue. The first appearance of the Wolverine in Incredible Hulk number 180. Ugh. Okay. Number four. Uh, when DC and Marvel did some weird combined mashup superheroes fighting each other thing in like 1996. And it was all yeah. like fan vote based. So fans would vote on who would win and. They just kind of illustrated all of this. You have like Superman th- versus the Hulk and stuff like that. I think they they also combined some superheroes like Wolverine and Batman. Yes, they did. They like created like a new combined universe and yeah, they had which that sounds going. awesome on paper, but it wasn't actually awesome on paper. Yeah, that was that was Dark Claw was Wolverine and Batman. Dark Dark Claw. There yeah. it is. Okay, continue. Uh, number three, the death of Superman in 1993. Obviously, I was waiting for it. Number two, uh, Amazing Fantasy issue 15, first appearance of Spider-Man. Whoa. And number one, Action Comics issue one, first appearance of Superman. Okay. Also, if you that find that comic book in near mint condition, uh, that'll sell for almost $2 million. So, Jeez, yeah. I believe it. Um, okay, that's a good number one. I am still very frustrated about Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns because that literally changed comics forever. Like it, it went from campy, colorful to like dark, gritty and really mm-hmm. set the stage for like, you know, the 90s and what what people are still doing. So that's I'm getting kind of serious about this right now. That's uh, fun. This is no longer a goof podcast because <laughs> that should have been that should have been higher. And that is my number one favorite comic. So, OK, what, what was this guy's name? Who did this list? Stu Ryder. Shame. Shame on you, Stu. Uh, what would you, it was okay. What would you give him? I would give it, you know, because he had he had a couple good, really good points. Um, I would give it two vomiting kitties out of five. Okay, well. Um, yeah, he had a lot of the big ones in there, but maybe not in the right order. Right. Also only dealt with superheroes, which I thought was a little bit of a bummer. 
So, hey, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we appreciate those of you who listen week in and week out. Please, you know, let other people know if this is a podcast that you think people should listen to. And just in general, I'm going to go ahead and say, let people know about podcasts. I think there's still too many people out there who don't know about this medium and how much enjoyment you can really get from it, how much diversity of podcasts. What were you saying? It's a great awareness. Raise awareness of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so listen to podcasts, tell other people about podcasts, specifically ours, and tell them why ours is the best. It's not, it's really not, but it's pretty good though. So thank you for listening. If you want to write in, let us know a little something. Uh, top 10 with Mike and Ben at gmail.com. Uh, you can also tweet at us at Real Mike and Ben. You can hit us up on Facebook. Uh, thank you to Lexa and Catherine for our logos, and thank you to Flo for our fan art. I'm going to be releasing some more of that fan art uh, as I remember so to. So good. Uh, but it's super sweet. So if you want to do fan art, I don't know why in the world you would. But if you want that. to, thank you for yeah. that. Um, and also thank you to the awesome legal immigrants for letting us use not one but two of their songs from their album Panacea. First Panacea to start us off. What a great what, what a great new intro that we have. Yeah. It's not just me screaming into my computer. Oh, wow, that was nice. Um, that was nice. I'll bring that back randomly. <laughs> um, but uh, and, and also their second song, Hollywood, that's finishing us off, and, yep. and you know that might that might be finishing right now. Might be. It's probably playing right now. Boom, 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 boom. Mike, it was a pleasure talking to you. I love you, and I love you, listeners and friends, and mom and dad. Okay. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, mom and dad. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Don't take children to go see it. I'm sorry, I said that. I was just kidding. All right, love you. Bye. Bye. Hold on, Kristen's in here real quick. She just showered. She's grabbing clothes. You. She can't find her pants. She should maybe edit that out.